Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Go, iTunes at Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go! Tonight, we are going to be reviewing Middle Earth Shadow of War. War. Shadow of Shadow War. Of War. <laughs> <laughs> Aggregar, my game, my, my. Real quick, before we get into the introductions, I just want to remind everybody that we currently have a contest on our Facebook page. It's to win a $100 gift card to GameStop. What we're looking for there is we're looking for iTunes reviews. We need to get a minimum of 100 iTunes reviews total on our review page for our podcast. Once you submit one, just go ahead and shoot us an email and share the contest with all of your friends on Facebook, and we'll be picking a winner, so just... We, we haven't announced the date and when we're ending the contest yet. Yeah. This is going to so kind of range for a little bit, just until we get that 100, 100 mark. Okay, yeah. Do it. But y- you got an opportunity to just win free stuff. So do 100 it. for 100. Yeah, do it. 100 yeah. for 100. 100 for 100. Yeah. Oh, Come on, a, do it now. That's a good, good contest name, 100 for 100. 100 for 100. That said, we also have a poll up on our Facebook to vote on our next game for episode 35. I believe that is correct. All right, episode 35. So check that out. Uh, If you follow any of us individually as well, we all have shared it at this point. We'll probably be sharing it again. Uh, Harry, when does that poll go down? We're looking at like the first couple weeks of January is when it's coming down because to to prepare for episode 35, we do have to start playing the game in the near future. So we are trying to get those out as soon as possible. So you got a little over a month. Yes. Right. But I mean, we could pull it down sooner rather than later if we hit that 40 mark that we're taking. We're only taking the first 40 votes for this poll. I guess the last thing we should mention before we really dive in tonight, one of our Patreon donors. We are dedicating this episode to Miss Shelby Taylor. Thank you, Miss Shelby. Thank you for your continued patronage. 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 Patronusness. <laughs> but thank you, Shelby. No, no, thank we you. Really it do does mean a lot to yeah. us at the podcast that somebody out there wants to support the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, but no, thank you very much, Shelby. And uh, we, we look forward to giving you more bonus content in the future. I'm going to be our host tonight. Oh. Uh. Douche. Look, look, Ralph, you can't ruin that. You can't ruin Harry's intro. All right, to my left, I have Harry. Douche, 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 douche. Sitting across from me, I have Mr. Steve. You will now obey. And to my right, I have the best troll in the world. Ralph. <laughs> Ralph now obeys. He now obeys. <laughs> I'm going to keep that as my bodyguard. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's kick off n- initial impression. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Modo. 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 For Mordor! 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 Mordor!
right. <laughs> Ralph became deranged. <laughs> Clark is broken. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, initial impressions. I had no idea what to expect of this game. I knew this was the second game within a series. I had no idea. Honestly, I saw the very first Lord of the Rings. I know it's not Lord of the Rings game, but it's still the same storyline. I saw the first movie. That was pretty much it. So I'm just... just, but I told you, get your dick, get get your dick out of your mouth. Sure, you know what it fucking works. Why the hell not? You, you only saw Fellowship. Yeah, I mean Fellowship is fantastic, but all right. I've yeah. only seen Return of the King. Oh, all right. See, <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, I saw like two of them with you in the fucking theater. Well, it, within like my my spectrum of what I actually follow <laughs> and look at, not that spectrum. So I really didn't have much to go off of. I remember bits and pieces of kind of what the game talked about getting into it a bit. But um, the way that it was described to me by... Because this was your game, Clark, right? Yes, it was. It was basically Lord of the Rings slash Assassin's Creed, but better. And I think that description was pretty accurate. That's how I pitched the game. And that was enough to get me in and... There's so much more of the game that I need to play now. I need to go back. I do. Ralph, Harry, what do you got? Yeah, Ralph. Ladies first. (laughs) (laughs) The night is young. (laughs) Okay. And Um, you are not. (laughs) (laughs) Season two burn. I did not play Shadow of Mordor. I heard it was good. To be honest, when it comes to Lord of the Rings, I'm, I'm a fan of the movies. I actually stayed away for a long time, and this game, like... I fell like completely into the Middle Earth lore and like Tolkien like head first. Like for a little bit, I was like, oh, I'll just play the game. It'll be okay. And then I was like, nope. I was on YouTube for like eight hours looking at the backstory and lore and like just absorbing everything and getting completely reinvested in, in Lord of the Rings. But anyway, I didn't play Shadow of Mordor. I heard it was good. I believe it made some best of the best game of the year. Awards. awards yeah for 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 different channels different yeah different a few people. a like, few outlets was... rated it as one of the best of the year right i actually didn't know that this one was on its way until you know i started to see promotional material for it. i didn't realize it was in development and uh starting out i have to admit the assassin's creed thing was there even to the point of where shelby and dana commented they thought i was playing assassin's creed just because i guess the way i was climbing and lurking around oh, and yeah. crouching and doing stealth i I haven't played the Arkham games very, very much, but I believe a lot of the way the combat works, once you're out of stealth, is a lot like that. But right out of the gate, I enjoyed it. I kept getting distracted, and we'll get into when it comes to the main story for the game. Like, just just doing, there's so much to do, so many different areas and everything. Uh, Really enjoyed it right out of the gate. Boss! Initial impression. Didn't really hear anything about this game. I, I guess it was just off my radar. I didn't even know about Shadow of Mordor's existence until I heard about this game. So a couple days before I picked this title up, I did watch a couple trailers online about the whole uh, you can go down this pathway if you make this decision and this can cause this. They had a bunch of trailers that alluded to all the decision making that you make in the game. Which way I thought, honestly, was a little bit misleading. I thought it was going to be more focused on that rather than the, the, the current game style that it currently is. Huge fan of the Lord of the Rings series. I don't think The Hobbit is up to par with the original Lord of the Rings, but I do I really enjoy all the lore in, in Tolkien's background. I, I don't think The Hobbit is awful. It's just not 
the same level as Lord of the Rings. But I think Lord of the Rings, hands down, is amazing. I have played a lot of Lord of the Rings video games. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I'm I'm actually kind of shocked because I remember playing, like, fucking the third age with you yeah, and on, shit like on that. GameCube. Yeah, that dude, game like, is amazing. But really. that's like an that's like such an underrated Lord of the Rings game that like nobody fucking gave the time of day. It's shocking to me that you didn't know about Shadow yeah. of Mordor. Did I, you I, play Two Towers and Return of the King? Yes. I played those yep. two for the I Cube. actually played Fellowship of the Ring on uh PlayStation two as well. It's not like the other two. No. It's it's a little it's more like an action game that you're following through the story, okay. yeah. essentially. Okay. Where the Return of the King and Two Towers have like this character leveling up system and progression. RPG-ish so, type yeah, of game. Yeah, a little bit. The, the, gotcha. the Fellowship was a little less of that. Oh, okay. It was more of an action game. You're just playing through the scenes. But like the entire game, there's none of those cuts in between. It's very fluid. Like You're playing okay. almost every scene with that. Not as good. I, I don't a little more linear, just like on a straight yeah. line, here you are, you're just going to go do this. Exactly. I'm sure I've played other Tolkien games outside of those, but it, I think it's been quite some time since I've gotten into uh, any games in the, in the franchise. Yeah, it was an interesting playthrough, and uh, I, I will say, going into this, no, I'm just saying, I think there's some really good highs in this game, but I think there's some really low lows as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Well, Clark, what made you pick this game? So I was actually a really big fan of the first one. Shadow so, of Mordor? Yeah, Shadow of Mordor. Not necessarily of the actual like storyline or anything that was going on. To me, the main thing was the story that the game creates itself, and I thought that would be a very interesting topic for us to discuss in general. But like right. that fucking nemesis system... Is just is just a storyline generator for you because no one's gonna have the same experience as you. No one's gonna be battling the same people, yeah. having the same people on your side. Like Dying I think the same that time sh- from the same person over and over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that shit's incredible. And like I thought it'd be a great topic for us to discuss. I had bought Shadow of War. I uh, like Target had a fucking buy two get one deal, and I had it sitting, and I was like. Uh, the podcast is going to start start back up. I'm not going to have time to fucking play this game. And then we decided to vote, and I was like, "This would be perfect. Like, this will be a perfect one." And here I, we are. And here we <laughs> and yeah, and here we are about to review a game that I think We're gonna rip it to is, shreds. Is, is really good. Is really really good. So uh, yeah, let's move on into uh, development. Game development. So when I was doing research for this, it didn't seem like anything was super remarkable except for the fact that they were very hush-hush about bringing this game out again. The first one like got all this critical acclaim and stuff, but they weren't immediately like, "Cool, we're making a sequel, guys." It kind of it kind of like laid dormant for a while and everyone was like, uh, "Are they going to make another one? It was really good. Like I I I'd love to see what they're going to do to expand it." And then they started like releasing information about it and everyone got really fucking hyped up about it. Uh, I mean, that's really all I had for development. I, I know it was like a lot of like closed doors. It's a WB game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Warner Brothers typically they've been on fire with making quality games. Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. The Arkham. Yeah, games, I was gonna say the Arkham, yeah. And and this have been their three big ones. Yeah, and Injustice. I think that's really cool the fact that they already put out the 
Shadow of Mordor. And then it just kind of sat and they're like, you know what? It's picking up some buzz and we could do something with it. It's not like they went in thinking, oh, we're going to have one, two, and three, or we need to stretch this out. It's like they'll put everything into one game. Hey, that did really good. Let's do it again and put a little bit more into it. And I don't know. Have you played Shadow of Mordor? Yeah, yeah, okay. I played Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. That's what got me into. So, in like comparison, I know we're in development, but I mean, at least with the development, I guess that's a good good spot for it. Like, how do you feel like how polished was Mordor compared to War? Oh, uh, uh, War was a lot more polished. Yeah, I only ran into like one or two bugs in this one that like were really like breaking. I had to restart my system once, but like other than that, like the the first one. It got a little boring, and like the they didn't expand. It was very just gotcha. A, it was like a, it's this one place. It's kind of dark. Oh, here's like a snow area instead of an entire like here's an entire snow fucking map, an and entire like lava region. map, and then the fucking f- deep forest and shit like that. Like so, they got a lot more in depth on the second one, they, so they were they, able to pick up. They really listened to to people when they were being. Uh, criticized yeah and that's something that they've done really well wb in general like everyone like complained about when batman came out and this is just like a general development thing because wb has been known to to actually ship broken games that's another thing that they've they've floundered on a lot is they ship broken games sometimes better than salmoning something right (laughs) so so double fish bitch uh he said flounder it's a fish so shut up, Ralph. No, no, it went over my head. Batman: <laughs> Arkham Knight shipped broken for PC. Oh yeah, they I remember said, that. They said only about ten percent of people that bought that game could even play it. Holy shit! That's how broken it was. Damn. They ended up taking it off the shelves and re-releasing it and giving everyone that had initially bought it like a fucking free one of the DLCs. They're a company that does like the DLC thing. They typically don't do tons of microtransactions. They've been starting to creep into that realm as well. This game has them later on. We'll yeah, get into that. We'll get to that. But I really think they put a lot more time and effort into this one than they did the first one, which it, the first one seemed like it was a whim, and they were like, let's try it. Yeah. And now they figured out, like, cool, we already have this system in place. We have this engine of the Nemesis system as well, and we're just going to, like, really go hard with them. Gotcha. Well, when did this game come out <clears throat> anyway? Oh, this October tenth, two thousand seventeen. Oh wow! Oh. So it's it's brand it's fucking brand. Re- oh okay. Yeah. yeah. No, this is only a month old. Wow. All right. I was curious. I thought you meant Mordor because Mordor's been out since twenty fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Mordor's twenty fourteen. Because I remember uh, at least like reading around <laughs> or looking at stuff that that's been out for uh, like a few years by this point. I just never actually really checked to see when this game came out. So yeah. I well, for that. So the thing is that went with almost a year without them saying anything about a sequel at Good all. Good for them. Yeah, keep that shit secret. You don't need to hype it up. Just come out with something good. So here, let me uh, breeze through a couple uh, bullet points here real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, so I know you mentioned it was um, published by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Good old WB. It was developed by Monolith Productions. Presented. Now that you say that, I seem to remember when you boot the game, there's like a, a page with like eight different company logos on it. Well, that's like any game that you load up these days. There's like It goes through like five or six different ones. Oh, Here's who it's published by. Oh, here's who it's developed That's by. True. Oh, true. we here's who what the engine is run I, off. I of. feel feel as like little, little small firms. Are, there's more hands in the pot when it comes to any single title anymore. Yeah, it's not just like boom brand name. It's like brand name, brand name, brand name, brand name. Because 
they just I don't know different I guess fields of expertise had to get pulled in yeah, to complete a segment it, of the game. It's right. more of a, a collective of companies who are actually publishing or not publishing, but putting these games together rather than oh here's just this one big company they did everything. So now it's like you know what all right we may not be strong in this area, so we'll pull we'll pull something from Havoc, we'll pull something from them, and then we'll just make this beautiful mesh of a game that's in depth and detail that one company by itself might not be able to do. All right, so some of the other stuff, I, I didn't get too into details. I didn't actually research into this. I know they were criticized for their microtransactions. I don't know how in-depth that is. I don't know, just saying uh, off of our talk last week where we discussed the the new Star Wars game, I, I think uh, the, the timing a little bit of a cloud it. over microtransactions right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the, the timing for it, especially with the whole EA blow-up. Something that they actually did catch a lot of flack for, though. The executive producer of this game, Michael F- 4G, I think uh, is. Is this going to be a Pheasanton? No. It's Let Michael, him say it right the first time. Michael 4G. Michael 4G? Um, he died. Oh. oh. What they did, they made a DLC. Well, it was called uh, Forthog Orc Slayer. They were charging 350 for it. I think it was yeah. the proceeds of it were supposed to go to the family. Oh, oh wow. That's something. Uh, they caught a lot of flack for it because a lot of people were like, oh, they're making money off of this guy's death. Uh, that's a little I know. I know it's a little... Uh, well, anyway, they uh, they did do a full refund of it and they made it just like a free DLC after they caught caught that flack. Sorry. I don't know. If it was something like that where like the actual... I mean, they could have been making proceeds. money. Maybe they didn't do the full proceeds. I mean, yeah. who really follows up on that? You know what I mean? No, yeah. It's not like everything comes into checks and balances. But if, if that's a company where it's, you know, people are just trying to do something nice for the family of someone that they worked with this project on and cared about, then uh, I don't know. It's a, People need to calm the fuck down a little bit. That's so, just me, but not knowing the full story. Real quick, I just wanted to touch on some of the other games that Monolith has done. They did the Matrix Online. They did the first Fear game, which I think you and I played through. No, I played I play that Fear with Solo. Fear 2? You, you did four, Fear 3 with me. Yeah, so there's Fear, Condemned, Criminal Origins, which is one of the first games on Xbox 360. Condemned 2, Bloodshot, Fear 2... Gotham City Imposters. They did Guardians of Middle Earth. That was a. I knew they did another Lord of the Rings game. They did the RTS or the MOBA Guardians of Middle Earth. Oh, okay. There's also been some really good RTSs for Middle Earth. I used to play one. I forget which one it was. It was something Middle Earth, but it wasn't Guardians. And then they did, you know, Shadow of Mordor in this. I just wanted to touch on that real that's quick. That's fine. I don't think I've really played any of those other games, so that's probably why I haven't seen Monolith pop up before. I thought we played the fear that had that they had produced. I knew they did one of the fears. All right, let's move into story. Story. So, I really don't think there's any story at all to this game. Listen, I know you're trying to be sarcastic, but I think the first like three quarters of this game, the story is extremely lackluster. Yeah, I, I save the city. It it does. Uh, I yeah, I know I was being kind of sarcastic, but it all just seemed kind of forced. It was very bland story until you got like the end yeah, of the game. I I yeah. I really didn't get into it until how many dozens of that? Well, not dozens, but it it would have been dozens if it wasn't just focused on like the main mission. I felt like there could have been a lot more development into the story itself instead of 
Oh, I'm going to go save a city. Oh, look, there's a king. Oh, look, there's a daughter. Oh, we're under siege or the attack. It's just, it, it just really didn't. You think it's tired? I, I don't know the best word to really describe it, but it almost feels like most of the game was just build up and they could have done more with it. I'm a little disappointed for the fact that it's coming from this kind of series that there wasn't more. I, I, I guess I don't have anything else to really like put it into better words. I wish there was more to it. A I, more. I think part of it was more. they were tiptoeing because they can't mess with the, the, the storyline of The Hobbit and the storyline of The Lord of the Rings. And yeah. it right. was taking place in between those two Would you say it was trilogies. In, the, in the Middle Earth? Yes. Um, <laughs> oh. <Ugh>. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think in Season this case they, they had to, to watch the boundaries on... Their, their limitations, I guess, and they. I just could tip, understand I think that. they tiptoed sure. a little too much, personally. I will say that with the ending of the game, they made a very definitive statement towards Lord of the Rings. There's one thing I really want to point out about the the main story, is there's five actual main quest lines that are all drastically different, and I think that takes away from the overall story a in general. Bit. Because the, you have, like, the Gondor stuff, which is all humans. It's really fucking dry. It's really been been there, done that. And that's, like, nothing. Then you have the Spider Ladies stuff, right? Shelob. Shelob. You have the Shelob stuff, which is actually more interesting because you learn more about Talion himself. And then you have... The the, the elf assassin, yes, yeah, the elf assassin, which is an again Elteriel, yeah, I close think, enough, yeah. Insert Elven Tol- Tolkien name, like insert <laughs> elves here. Uh, <laughs> so, and her storyline is very interesting because I really think the two main that super tie into the actual like ending of the game is the. Shelob. 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 I think Shelob's storyline. <laughs> Kebab. Shelob. And, and the Elven <laughs> Assassin's <laughs> storyline. I think those are the main two storylines that really get you to the end of the game, but they force so much of the Gondor shit right at the beginning that it's really boring. Okay, yeah. Because most of that do, stuff yeah. is handled in Act 1. Yeah, yeah. Most and, of it. And then you you clear pretty much, you can 100% that like a little bit into Act 2. Yes, exactly. And I think to me that proves that that's not the main thing there. Yeah, and then the other two parts are my actual favorite parts. I don't necessarily like the main storyline up until you get to the point where you know you have all of these things hundred percented and you start actually progressing. Yeah, because I think it's all just filler to get to that point to begin with, like you said. Agreed. But the forest goddess Bjork. And the Bjork. Uh, <laughs> she oh is Bjork. God. She is fucking Bjork. Oh, wow. I, I, it's I, it, but when I first heard the accent, I, I'm not gonna lie. The first thing I thought of was Swizgar from fucking Metalocalypse. Dude, yes. I am the spirits forest that comes through. Looks, I'm giants and screens <laughs> and look at my tricks. But, but it's a deep female voice, voice like fucking Bjork's. It is a voice. And it just, that's, it just, you're not like, lying. I was you're just like, wrong. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking Bjork. Because <laughs> she's like, my eyelids swim with little fish. And little. Is that what yeah, you mean by, yeah, yeah. Bjork, yeah like, like the, the way, singer? yes, yeah. Bjork, yeah. Sing- yeah. Who the fuck else could I mean by <laughs> I fucking know. Bjork? I just wanted to make sure we were Wait, on the same page. You don't mean the guy that lives two doors yes, down from the here. guy, yep. Hello, I am Bjork. My neighbor Bjork. I am Bjork. No, this is Bjork. 
No, it just she absolutely reminded me of Bjork. You're not um, wrong. I wow, I see it now, but I didn't. Also, I, I really, really, really liked the bruise. Bruise. I like bruise. I, I called him like bruise the whole time, just because. Hello, nope. I'm here. Nope. <laughs> this isn't the way to do it. No, nope. I was you do so that. ready before the betrayal in his storyline. I was so ready to be like, yeah, dude, you're my number one. I'm going to make you my bodyguard. We're going to fucking rule this goddamn place together. He makes and you he feel like he's your best friend. And you know like, what? You know what? It's a... F- it's not a choose-your-own-ending, which really bothers me. Yes. Because you never get to choose him to be the king of the castle. They, they don't even give you that king option. King of the castle. King of the uh, you totally can, actually. <laughs> no, you can't. They, they bypass that whole thing. Because it was the one... The yeah, movie. so so then what you do is you fucking complete the end of that fucking storyline, and you fucking take him again, and then you promote him to the overlord. Oh, well, since... Hold on. Since we're talking Boom! about... About about that's your choose your own adventure, Yo, bros. About not being able to choose your your ending. Did anybody else pick up on that uh, that Italian is voiced by Troy Baker? Who Troy Baker fucking voice acts everybody? What's no, your you're point? right. Well, my point is that uh, I made a couple. Oh, because it's it. fucking Joel. This <laughs> 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 fucking Joel from Last of Us. <laughs> I guess you didn't see any of those videos I posted. It was like, oh, I'm gonna go find Ellie in Algo Morgoth. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go find. I'm gonna check on Israel Ellie in. in Fucking the fireflies. After a fuck, she lob. I'm gonna go check on Hilly. <laughs> uh, okay, so so the one thing I I, I did like, uh, and this is when they got beyond the the tiptoeing of the beyond game. Beyond the tips. They they built on a seal doors story. Yeah. Because yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. just show him getting shot with arrows in Lord of the Rings and falling into a river, and that's last you hear of him. Yeah. But because he had the ring on, he turned into a wraith, and he becomes like. Well, he was given the ring. He gets pulled out of the water, and they it's a different slip ring. a ring onto him. Oh, true. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, they built it on that story. It, it didn't just end with him dying in the river. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I liked. So one of my the, like, I I completely agree, and I'll let you get back to your point. I just wanted to say like, like the Nazgul were something that it was always really interesting to me, and I wanted to know more about them. I'm so glad they explored a little more, and you got to see more of like. How the fuck did these people become these like just yeah, ring rings? Exactly. Yeah. Like Helm Hammerhand, I thought was really interesting. Yes. When they oh. explored his. Yeah, and he's, he's just the one like, that killed his daughter, right? Yeah. yeah. Just in the Fury yeah. Rage. Yep. And well, he didn't mean to. She stepped in front of her yeah. husband or whatever. Yeah. And he just like butchered her. They were then... they were all dark stories. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. But that's the power of the rings. Yeah. And that's like Nibelheim or whatever the fuck that dude's name is. Nibelheim. Nibelheim. <laughs> cheese beard i don't know what cheese the fuck <laughs> who are we talking about the elf spirit that is with talion oh what did i call him cheese before? board cheese board cheese board celebrate board celebrate board yeah that's bread it. Board. <laughs> that's bread, it. Bread, 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 bread board i just thought cheese <laughs> and bread that's general good. bread board general <laughs> bread board the palantia <laughs> is all that matters well, the palantia okay so, so let's you trans- must not trust a lab Let, let's transition into him real quick um, <laughs> oh, I don't want to transition. Can he transition out of us? Oh, I'm just saying. I don't. I don't think there's a ton to talk about with him. Get out of here, Bruce. I think he's pretty flat character, but I do think. He's what do you mean he's a flat character? I he made a... all the fucking rings, and he's a well, ghost. Well, 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 hold on. Yeah, but, but I think but he is a boring same note. Same note. Every, like the end of every mission, he like pops out and he's like. Uh, well, you know, we really can't trust so and so, and let's make sure we go go to Mordor. Yeah, he's, he's fucking. I'm gonna do this anyway. Like, he's obviously manipulating Talion yes. the entire time. Yeah, and I think he's a generally evil character. 
Yeah, and for I sure. St- I yeah. wasn't even realizing that until near the end of the game. I knew he was when they on had the du- reveal that he's well, yes. an evil character. Yeah, but but I mean, like, <laughs> no. like, even so, he like I, he had darker motives that maybe I should have picked up throughout the game. Yeah, like, right around the time there was a twist. <laughs> I knew right about the time where he reveals to be a douchebag. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Right. But no, no, there was a I, lot I of corruption thing. Like, there's a couple moments in the game where um, you're either like, should I make him a bay or should I just like pollute his mind? And he's the one about all just like, no, we need to ruin him to set an example. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, is that is that moral to do such a thing? Ox respect strength. But, I mean, he even, like, it was pretty prevalent in Act 1 through some of Act 2 where you're going, to, you're looking for Adriel and, well, we need to go find her. She might be dead anyway. What's the... F- What's the uh, basically saying? What's, what's the, the point? fucking point? What's the <laughs> fuck sitting there smoking point. a fucking Newport 100. <laughs> what's the fucking point? L- listen, Dolan. He's probably she's probably already dead. You don't need to go for it. Uh, yeah, let's just go get my ring and we'll we'll be okay. Back let's in go. my day, two thousand years ago, Appar- I made a bunch of rings and everybody loved them. It was great. Apparently, you go get one at the corner store. <laughs> Apparently. Breadboard is uh, a, a lady named Sandy who's please, 73 please, years General old. Breadboard. General Breadboard <laughs> is a 73-year-old woman from Queens, New York named Sandra. Listen, no, you don't need to do that. It's going to be Dr. Open. Girlfriend. Yeah, it's Dr. <laughs> girlfriend. Dr. Girlfriend. <laughs> oh, who comes? Can't we just... Don't uh, worry about it. No, we can't do that. Operation, no. get back, Dr. Girlfriend. The monarch, it's fucking no. putty Come from back Seinfeld. to me. <laughs> did, did anybody get all the Shelob items? To no. Unlock. no. Uh, I'll just dive I, in. Ain't nobody got time for that. It, it's a. Uh, I really it's didn't have time for that. One of the more interesting moments of the game for me personally. It oh, was it's pretty like cool to you see can watch. the flashbacks. Is that? Yeah. So all the little fragments that you put together. You've done yeah. a couple of them where you spin the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't grab any of the fucking Sheila. Really? Stuff. Really? Dude, I was streamlining this game. It, pretty. It's hard. pretty much like a a shattered mirror, and you have to rotate it until you make the picture come into. It's an Assassin's Creed. Assassin's thing. Creed, where you have <laughs> yeah, to, there's a bu- uh, all the fucking things are Assassin's yeah, Creed, and thing. then yeah. you get that little bit of a clip, and then it's just that, <laughs> and you're done. It's like a bris. A uh, this was lit. WB's Assassin's Creed. Don't, Pretty much. Don't, don't get it twisted. Pretty uh, much. Oh, shit. It's all twisted. So what's, it's better, what's, though. What's I, story? Personally, yeah. I think it's better. It's a more cohesive story than Assassin's Creed Agreed. anyway. So you would all know Shelob the Spider from Lord of the Rings and everything like that? Yep. I mean, she's even portrayed Who? as the spider. Is that a thing? Because I, for the story, I was very curious to know how much of this was in actual Tolkien text. Because I've never read the Silmarillion. And I, know I haven't. I've never read it as well. Right. And there's a lot in the appendices. So I wasn't sure if maybe Shelob was like once a woman and was then through some kind of magic turned into this giant spider with consciousness. I, I don't know if yeah. that's lore or not. Yeah, I have no idea either. Oh, well, no, no, no. no. There I, at... I think she's actually a giant magical spider that takes the form of a woman to seduce men. I th- Quite the opposite. Thought, I thought it was she the opposite. She was human first and then turned into a spider. She chose oh, really? the spider. At some point in the game, she said she chose the Black Widow the spider. Okay, so she had a disagreement with Breadboard. General Breadboard. General, General Breadboard. Breadboard. <laughs> I think she was not supportive of his his plans or whatnot to, to make the rings and everything. And she lashed out. Um, I think she got cursed or something. Like It was a little vague. I mean, you're putting all these pieces together. They're all scenes from this overarching story. She gets attacked. Then her like true powers come out. You see her, her like clawing and everything, and she retreats. 
after she kills all these guys, she just runs away to the mountains. Well, well she loves Lair, she essentially. She goes up, and you see her just, like, over the days, slowly transforming. Her arms become more spindly. Her eyes become more sunken in. Like, Hot. She, she's just, like, turning into the spider slowly. Doing, doing tons of heroin. Yeah, tons it's of it. <laughs> Mount heroin. But I think it just basically shows her, her fall from becoming, like, she was, like, a priestess in, like, a temple and just slowly became... An a spider lady, a spider lady in the mountains, secluded. It was a cool little. I thought it was a cool little story. What you doing with those six other legs, girl? Wow, monopolize that market. But she is in <laughs> the Hobbit. She's in she's Return of the King. Return of the King. Oh, she's okay. the one that gets Frodo, and then Sam goes and oh, fights gotcha. her off. Okay, all right. So that is Shelob in that. But she never takes like a human form, or I guess she's an elf. Elf? Human? I don't Humanoid. Know she was I think she's a humanoid. There you go. <laughs> that covers all her bases there. Yep, yeah. there you go. A couple story beats. I I just I disliked that Gollum just like showed up and to me it forced. was forced. It, it was a little forced and I, I, while I feel that the, the actor that was doing Gollum was a dead ringer for Andy Serkis and was very good that whole bit with him like I was just like get out of here. Like I don't even want to see Gollum. And and that begs the question it's like okay if you're going to like bring Gollum why not have like one mission where you you work with a wizard this you, you have all this all this lore that you could be using because there were there were more wizards than just gandalf saruman and radagast the brown they could have used other wizards they could have done other things but they just don't explore it at all they could have used a lot of other oh, things but, well, yeah but we'll, we'll bring yeah, like gollum in yeah. we'll bring we'll bring gollum in for five minutes because haha gollum we have to like i, I was i was annoyed with just that there. well let me follow him around for a little bit and he's gone i was also annoyed with um so yeah I just the only reason that I can see them using Gollum is because this whole fucking it, he's in the first one too. Oh, he is. Gollum is in the first one, but it's because this all revolves around the ring and he has this weird obsession, like he's obsessive it's with the, the ring and like Wait, who is? Gollum's obsessed with the ring? <laughs> no. Never. So he has the obsession with the ring. I think it comes out in the first game that, like, he sees him, like, in that, like, weird, like, wraith. Oh, that's right. He can see, he can see Celebrad. Yeah, he can, he can see him because of how much of the ring's power he's, he's, like, absorbed. manipulated or absorbed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Osmosis. Okay, he can see right. him. Okay. So he, like, is, a, like, attached right. to Talion in a way. Okay. That's the only reason I can see him being in it. But I agree, it's super forced, and it was super forced in the first one as well. Mm, okay. It just, when when you see Gollum, it's sort of, we, we it know where Gimli. we are. There's no dwarves. Yeah. There's no dwarves in the entire game. Yep. Uh, and they, they don't need to be. Like, it doesn't need to be like, ah, oh, the, or, the, the, well, the dwarf. The, the, um, isn't the, the dwarf... lore that the dwarves never inhabited Mordor, specifically? Probably. Which... They, only, they only ever did the mines underneath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. But to me, like you know, it it just seems like a missed opportunity. Like we've got a pl- bunch of elves, a bunch of humans, and and orcs and and the like and trolls. But um, I mean, it, it was predominantly orcs. Let's just throw oh, that out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly orcs. But there wasn't a lot of humans either. Like not any areas you can walk around and see humans meandering around. It was just more like, hey, here's a couple characters for a cutscene. 
But outside of that, that you don't really right. see no, them. The only other you time I really like re- slaves or whatever. Yeah, that or uh, in Act One before the fortress fell. I remember when you were going back and when when you were doing the mission where you had to meet up with Idril to go on a quest to find her father. I think that's the one of the only times you really saw humans just. Oh, like the ones like tied up at the posts? Around. No, not even no, tied up at the posts. There, like, there was like a little courtyard thing. There were like the soldiers out on the walls, but there were actual people within oh, the like walls. Oh, like the inner sanctum of yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Ethel. Exactly. And then they were just there, and they were just standing around. Or training, around. or doing whatever. Yeah, they, were, yeah, yeah, they weren't really doing much, but they were there, and I think that's really the only other time, other than being enslaved, that you see humans in an area like that have to give the city a population <laughs> all right no no it's it no the it's, enslaved? It's, no, it's nothing against you steve i just want to point out that we're four grown-ass men yeah of reasonable intelligence reasonable we're we're all nerds not a single one of us can actually remember most of the names from the fucking game it's well, funny it's it's just funny to me like that like Idril Castamir. Wait 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 wait. You're wait, reading them off a piece of paper. So, so it's I remember, not but... General Breadboard. I thought it was General Breadboard. I I, I think that's no, a statement to the, the how interesting these characters were. I remembered Shelob because I thought she was a cool character. I remember Shelob because it sounds like Shira. I only remember Bjork because her name's actually Canon or Conan. I remember Bruce too because I like Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, I like Bruce, Bruce. and I like Talion because he's the main fucking Talion, the uh, the Aragorn cutout. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> he really I is. To say yep. was, I'm like, is that Vito? <laughs> with with him, like around the time he started, like with the Gollum bit, and I even I think I have a, a clip of this where I'm like, really, like he's like both Frodo and he's Aragorn now, where he's like, okay, I'll listen to I'll listen to Smeagol and do this and do that, but he's he's a cookie cutter Aragorn. But oh not. yeah, for Cookie sure. God Knock off well, he's Aragorn. also a ranger. It, well, yeah, like he's also a ranger, which is what Aragorn yeah. was. Yeah. And, That's you know, what like everybody calls really... him anyway. Yeah, ranger. Well, except or, for uh, uh, Ratfink, then that was uh, Ratbag. Well, wait, Rat didn't everybody call him Tark? Oh, was that the little the minion guy who had the big brute? The little yeah, 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 yeah Rat the big brute was. I love Ratbag. Can we talk about him real quick? So sure. on the bruise quest line. There's Bruz. one scene. I did post the video it's, on. It's, saw it. Saw it. I know. I know it's Bruce. I just call him. Go, Bruz. go on. Go on. My my favorite. I liked him as a character. I thought Rat he was. Bag? Yeah. Yeah. I think he was great comic relief to to the storyline. Maybe that's why I like the Bruce storyline as well because there was a lot of him I- involved in that. Just miss it. But I did post. This is probably my favorite scene from the entire game. But he's talking to Talion and he killed some kind of messenger, and Talion comes back and he's like, "Oh, what? Don't you know the saying about?" Killing the messenger, and he's like, "Always kill the messenger." As <laughs> yeah. shaking his head. Yeah. always kill the messenger, and he's like, "Don't." And then do he's that. like, "Well, what did he say before you killed him?" And he just starts like bobbing his head, rap, 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 and he just like <laughs> shaking his head. I thought it was the greatest scene, <laughs> and he just looks him dead in the face and like, "Don't do that. Stop." <laughs> Yeah. But even after he said he was like, always kill the messenger. Talion was like, "Well, that explains a lot about orcs." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, a good little bit of a uh, comic relief in it. I did like that. Like. Every once in a while, they would sprinkle it in there just to be like, oh, it's serious. Here's this. <laughs> oh, he said that. That's well, great. Well, Ratbag is like a main character in the first one. I did remember reading about that. That's why the introduction, because when they knew each other, I'm like, well, how the fuck did they really know each other? Yeah, so that's the thing that might be lost on all of you guys because you didn't play the first one. I saw Ratbag and was like, 
holy shit, he fucking survived. Like, like he, he's either, like, the luckiest orc on Earth, or he's just really good at what he does. He's really good at being a fucking shit heel. I liked uh, the one bit of dialogue between them when you're you're sneaking in the one mission, and he's like, hey, I'll scout ahead in the back. He's like, don't scouts usually go in the front? Nah, that's why they always die, or something like <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. He definitely was a breath of fresh air to the other dry characters and, and missions. And I, I like the, the sneaking mission where he, like, is going to stay behind. Yeah. Right? And he's like, he's like, all right, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that if he comes out, I'll stop him. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and then I saw him come out, and he just started running that way. And All right, well, I'm going to go track him down. <laughs> he's like, oops. That's right. That was my, one of the things that was clear. It was like, oh, man, so this is a recurring character. I sort of wish I'd played Mordor. Do, do we all agree that that's probably the best storyline? Bruises? Yeah. It's probably one of the best. It's the most enjoyable. I yeah. like the gameplay in the Kanan storyline. What, with the Balrog? Yeah, the yeah. Balrog. Oh, like those, those actual battles and shit were fucking cool. The storyline was fucking atrocious, though. Kinda. I can't. I, I like. I couldn't stand Bjork. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I really was just like, please, can I just set you please on fire? Buy my album on CD. It's great for you and great for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty damn accurate. Exactly. I, I I couldn't do it. All right. So I kind of want to break away from like what, because like the story is going to be like a big thing. Does anyone have any like? Final thing. I do about have the story. one thing, and this is actually a good way to maybe tie it up. Is we like, can maybe talk about the ending, too. Yeah, that's exactly where I want to get okay. to. I have a little bit of a strong feeling about this, but All right. th- they wrap it up with saying that to, to stop Sauron, we need to keep it in eternal war. A constant war between the Blue Ring and the Red Ring, essentially. Between Breadboard no. and Sauron, where they're kind of like this continuous battle. Well, he wants to conquer him because we can't kill him. Yes. And then it ends yeah. up no, being. No, 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 no. The end of the game is you need to create chaos in the middle between Sauron and Mordor so that that he can't break through Mordor to get into Middle-earth. That is your goal with Shadows the the War of Shadows. Well, you did see the, the tower where it kept flickering between blue and red. Like yeah, I know they yeah. were intertwined at that point. You mean they like yeah. they almost the like merged story. as one trying to overtake each other's yeah. right. Essence, right, essentially. I don't know. I just thought it was a kind of a weird. But that, but but like their whole thing of saying like, look, it does not matter who is in control of that tower. Talion's goal then is he has to keep the chaos. He has to keep the Bright Lord or the Dark Lord out of fucking Middle Earth. Like that is his goal. Is he needs to create as much chaos as possible. In between. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he needs he to keep eternal through. war. It's supposed yeah. to just yeah. Yeah. keep going. Yeah. It just, I thought it was a cop out of an ending, personally. It's just a, it's just to bridge that gap into like the open play, essentially. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what. I know, but I'm just saying as a story, I'm not a fan. It's not, it's not a, it's a look, I, I, I completely get it. It's not a fantastic wrap everything up in a nice bow ending. I totally get that. It's just like. How are they, if they end or definitively end that character in anything other than him just dying, they undo the last two games, personally. How do you wrap up this story without it affecting The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings and having this character survive? It's got middle chapter syndrome. 
Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it has. It's got middle. So he has to just survive, and it has to be this open-ending thing where they can dump you into this the end game that never actually ends because that character can't ever just end. I don't want to defend it though, just because it's stuck in a weird place. You know what I mean? I I think you're we're just giving an excuse to get by essentially, or, or praising it higher than maybe if it was like an end of. A series. Oh, dude, type d- of d- d- don't get me wrong. When it, when it, I, I'm not like necessarily defending it. I'm just saying that's what it is for what it is. None of my, I'm telling you this right now. None of my score is based off the fucking story of this game because that's not what it is for me. What it is is my own story, which I want to actually talk about, like some of our unique experiences, like some of your memorable yeah, moments. No, that's fine. That's I, I think I'm I good like on. Finish off. I think I'm good on just like the story that we've all. Would experience, experience yeah. Because I think I think it's important that we all talk about like our own individual story, like that we experienced that was different from everyone else too. Because that's a lot of what this game is. But my score is almost entirely based on the fucking gameplay because the gameplay is. Which um, what is it? What's nice Uh, Ziploc bag. Jinx. So I would like to share this. Like it's something that was really fucking funny. So I brought this guy up as my bodyguard. And he fucking betrayed me and killed me as I took over a fucking (laughs) fortress. So I kept going back and trying to kill him. And he was one of the fucking berserkers. And they're really hard to... er, the With the dual weapons? Yeah, the dual weapons. He had two axes. He was really fucking hard to kill with a ton of people around. And, you know, in in those end fortress battles, if you kill somebody, just someone comes out of one of the fucking doors on the side. So you have to literally just eliminate that person in the middle. I had to wait until way later in the game. How I eventually beat him was I waited until way later in the game when I found out that he was terrified of grogs, like the giant fucking, like, troll things. Yeah. And I summoned one in the room and then summoned a fucking my sidekick and he was like, oh, I'm terrified. And I was like, you're broken, bitch. Psst. Done. Fucking dominated him. Took him back. <laughs> Dude, I fucking dominated him. And he was too high a level because he kept fucking killing you me. Shame him? Oh. And he would just, yeah, I fucking shamed him oh, and shamed then went him? after him. I would have killed him by that point. He became the unashamed, too, because he killed me so many fucking times. The unashamed? Yeah, like his, his nickname changed to the unashamed. So you shamed the unashamed. All he did was drop in level. It did not affect any of his stats. Damn. It was nuts. It was crazy, but he had literally killed me five times. I kept going back. I kept going back. I kept fucking going back and fighting this guy. I even waited ten fucking levels, and, and he somehow fucking killed me. Fucking gained fifteen, or it was I think he gained twelve fucking levels when he killed me the one time. Holy, Holy shit! God. It was nuts. <laughs> and then he was just like unfucking stoppable. He went from being a fucking epic to a legendary too. In this whole fucking process. Oh, you you helped him grow up. Yeah, dude, it was fucking nuts. <laughs> but he became my biggest fucking rival, and yeah, I kept rival. going back to them and was like, fucking Erska the Hatchet, I fucking hate you. You need to die. <laughs> and when I had the opportunity to actually recruit him for the fucking, for the army, I was like, no, I'm fucking killing this guy. I, yeah. He can oh, never done? come no. back. He was already part of my fucking army once. You fucked no, it up. Fuck him. Your one chance is done, bitch. How fuck him. How did he die? Fuck you recall? I cut his fucking head off. Nice. nice. Decapitation. Or yeah. cleave. Yeah. I cleaved him. <laughs> I love the execution. So, like, not only that. So, there's going to be a video of this. I saved a video of it. I'm going to give it over to Ralph. You can find it on our Instagram. I 
ruined this one person that I had actually be one of my field generals. And it was fucking fantastic because you have like it, it pans off to the person that's on your left. And he's like, all right, Captain, let's take over the fucking shit. Uh, we're about to fucking maraud. And then it shifts over to this guy. And it was like it was like Tark Tark the fucking ruined it was his name. Literally, his <laughs> nickname Tark. changed to the ruin. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's one of the crazy guys. They were my. Favorite. That was my second in command. No wonder I couldn't fucking kill this guy. God, but like, like that was the most interesting part of the entire fucking game to me. Story side alone, like this, me trying to take over this fucking fortress. It was the low level one too. That's what I'm ashamed to oh, admit. The first one? It, no, dude. It was like the level fucking twenty one. Oh, okay. It was the level twenty one. I could, dude. I had the fucking level thirty five one and the level forty one. No problem. First fucking try. This fucking. This fucking level twenty five one, I just couldn't fucking get. I don't know. That's that's what I liked because each it was fucking brutal. each one of those guys. That's 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 something really like when you're you're building up for the siege, which we'll get into gameplay. But at least I found it hard to choose between people who I wanted as like bodyguards and like my you know generals and everything else. Just because I don't know, I like the crazy. Like when they just like walk up and then they come into the frame is like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I kind of like you. That's pretty good. And then when you just have the giant, I will turn your bones into dust. Da da da. Like, yeah. Are they I like trolls? Like, like, do we have a definitive? Well, we can agree what they are. Well, there's the ologs, which are like the giant fucking there. troll type. Olog, Bruce. Yeah. Bruce is an olog. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then there's and then the, the, the uruks, which are the yeah, orcs. the smaller guys. Yeah, yeah. I just had a hard time choosing because I like you. And I don't know if I like you a little bit. I just off a personality. It's like level is a yeah. good thing, but personality, that's just what really kind of affected me. And I got pissed a couple times because even through um through act two, because you're really trying to like build some stuff up and Idril killed at least a couple captains that I wanted only because we were swarmed. I'm trying to counter, do everything else, and he's finally broken and I'm trying to make my way over. I can't dominate at the time because I still have bitches coming in, and then all of a sudden she stabs him. I'm like, bitch. Yeah, like, him. like I would. It, it was always really funny in the middle of a fucking fight where I would see somebody that I'm like, you look really cool. You have some pretty interesting dialogue so far. Kind of want to recruit you. And then, like, one of my captains would be like, no, I got this. I'm just going to rip their fucking arms off. Because like, oh, I used fuck. to like to I used to like to siege places with Ologs because they're fucking gross. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're so fucking strong. Like, it was just awesome to really see them. Like, and their fucking executions are brutal. Grabbing someone by the two fucking arms, putting their foot on their back, and just ripping their fucking arms I don't arms think I've off. ever... I don't think I saw that. I'll send no, you a fucking that. video that of it. Smash them <laughs> because, down and then take... Taking the giant club and just smashing him in the fucking head, which I'm I'm gonna save that for gameplay slash graphics because there is so much to fucking explore on. That. Oh, absolutely! Glorious. Another another great moment that I had was I reclaimed Bruise for my army. By yeah. the way, yes, I didn't kill him. I fucking reclaimed him and brought him back to my fucking army. Bring me back again. So on the final bridge. Where you're running yeah, yeah, yeah. through and killing all the fucking Nazgul, and they're bringing back old fucking captains. Not a single fucking captain was even remotely my level because I had like fucking everybody. 
on my fucking team. And I'll get into that in gameplay because it was too crowded, but I just recruited those guys and moved on. Everybody. I recruited everybody yeah, as I moved on. I was just recruiting everybody as I fucking moved on. War chiefs, fucking captains, whatever. I had some guy that kind of like, you know how they do the, the challenges? I, they're not really called challenges, but like if you can be in the middle of a fray and they're like, Ranger! And it goes into like the little cutscene where they introduce each yeah. other. Yeah. I literally had somebody pull out of that cutscene and then go right into a cutscene where Bruce comes up, grabs them by the fucking arms and kicks them in the back and rips their fucking arms <laughs> wow. off in execution. It no was chance. amazing. He was like, Ranger, let's go! And then Bruce is like, nah. <laughs> like, <he> just <laughs> rips dude apart on the fucking bridge. Nice. I have a video of it. You can see it on our Instagram. It's fucking fantastic. I, I admit, I must have uh, I must have killed Bruce because I, th I probably thought about recruiting him or or it was a scenario where I couldn't I couldn't get to him. I can't remember, but I know I didn't have him on my on my crew for that segment. Yeah, Bruce was Yeah. And the um the Ologs, one of my stories that I wanted to share was there was this one Olog. I think he killed me once because I, I got into a fray and there were multiple captains and I just couldn't I couldn't get away or or I thought I'd fight it out and they ended up they ended up killing me. But he was a fucking sadist. And he's one of these guys who was like, hurt me, hurt me, hurt me. Like a fucking oh, gray yeah. fox. Oh, yeah, like yeah. complete like nutcase. And I was like, that's interesting. I want to keep you. And I tried <laughs> to. It's like, oh, you're so cute. I want to add you to my collection. I, I tried to. You got to catch them all. To, I, 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 tried, them I tried to, to uh, dominate him and add him to my ranks. But I ended up decapitating him, I think. I think I, or someone, someone ended up killing him. And I was like, damn it. I was like. I wanted him. Uh, yeah, and then I was like, I'll just wait for the next one. And I God didn't come ac it. I didn't come across any other sadists the entire the entire time I played. I was like, I'm looking for someone who's really into pain. Have you seen anybody? No. Okay. <laughs> I had a couple. I can't remember exactly because so much time took place in between and there were so many orcs, but at the very end of the game, after you after you uh, have become a Wraith and you and Sauron and Celebrenmore or whatever, they're they're fighting or whatever, and you you Control yourself. General breadboard. General breadboard. You're in it, chapter four, and you're in Minas Morgul. I was just like standing there, and I was like looking at my stats, and I came out of the pause menu, and there were a couple of orcs doing whatever, and then Ranger, and it was some dude, and I was like, wait a minute, I remember you. I can't remember where from, but I know I killed this dude, and he was called uh, he was called Stagul Flame of War, but he was like the burned or whatever, and his like skin was all fucked up. He came up with a peg leg, like a metal peg leg, and he's like clink yeah. clunk, clink what? clunk, clink clunk, and I must have killed him and like took his leg off or whatever like ages ago, and he showed up level thirty five, and we went. He actually beat me, like I just beat the game, and he he beat me in in single combat. What there was bitch. nobody no else shit. around. He killed me, and I was like son of a bitch. So I, I wanted to do the vendetta and track him down, but um I ran out of time. Before coming here, I'm trying to think other stories. He's, he's waiting one? for you. That's that's something that I love too. Is like if you kill somebody, sometimes they come so, back. So well, no. So the the whole thing with that is if you execute somebody, they never come back. Execute. Yeah, if you execute somebody, e execute. Okay, fine. Execute. Execute. If you execute, those things are pretty somebody. cute. What are you like going out on a date or something? If you execute somebody, yeah. they don't come back. Okay. If you kill them. Any other way, they can come back. Yeah. I had a guy who literally, when he came back, 
had half of like the weird fucking orc cyborg face. Cyborg face. Yeah, like he had a metal plate. Oh. Literally from his nose to about his ear and to the middle of his fucking head down to his neck. They put me back together. Literally, <laughs> yeah. he was it was like something like Targus the Parted and like he just had all these fucking metal pieces for fucking body parts. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. What sticks out in your mind, Harry? I I got to say I don't think I got that in depth with any particular characters but i did have one bodyguard that i really liked and it was just an uric um this kind of ties into gameplay a little bit but i liked the range bodyguards because i found myself meleeing some of my heavy hitters that were fighting with me oh yeah that's how i had it that's actually how i had a couple guys turn on me because i hit them too many times while i was trying to hit a different one (laughs) it's like what the fuck are you doing and they just kind of betray you from like i like right then and there or later Right on the spot. Oh, wow. So you're battling like two or three and you're like, I got to call in my bodyguard to help me. And then he turns on you as well. And it's like you versus four. Nice. It it just made it very irritating. So I I tend to go with the ranged bodyguards. But um, I had this one who had explosive rounds on like a bow gun. Holy shit. It was phenomenal. Phenomenal. And his attitude was always like hilarious about it. Like as soon as you'd call him in, he's like, "Ah, oh, let's do this, boss!" And he just starts firing these no like wonder you loved bazooka him. shots into crowds, and you just see like orcs just flying all over the That's screen. Awesome. I, I thought it was, he was such a cool character. Just the excitement of him just like firebombing these fucking like hordes of orcs. It's just, what's what's the uh, the ice region? If, if you guys remember, you know what I mean. Though I don't remember. Yeah, there's the one that's set in the yeah. mountains and it's cold. Yeah, uh, I, I had a bodyguard who was also ranged, but his little like he didn't have anything special. I don't think, like maybe powerful shot or whatever. But the thing that was funny about him was he he repeated the same thing over and over again. He was like, "You better watch out, you better watch out." And his name was like, uh, wait a minute. His name was Santa Claus. Crump. watch out. His name was Crimp the Lookout. Crimp. Crimp, Crimp. the Lookout. And he, he just said it over and over again. So like he was he was one of my guys for a siege, right? And it was the thing where it's like, okay, here's the one captain. He says something, he comes over to him and he's just like, You better watch out. You better watch out. Like he just keeps saying it. that's all he said. It's <laughs> all he said the whole time I played. My guy that was like the ruined, it was like the most pathetic whimper. And then just cackling madness and then right back to the pathetic whimper. Yeah. And it was like, you are actually, like, your name, The Ruined, perfect fit. Makes sense. Perfect fit. I had two guys who I uh, shamed mm-hmm. and they became deranged where they just babble. They don't they don't speak English or any form right. of language. Anywhere. Right. They're just, that, that's what I was doing in the beginning of the episode. Like, they just, like, babble and that's it. All right, well, let's move in to gameplay. 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 All right, guys, so let's talk about the gameplay. I love the gameplay. Me too. I really do. Uh, To bring up something that Ralph said earlier where it feels like Arkham, that is something that I really enjoyed. There were points in this game I didn't even just swing the sword to attack i would just wait for the counter system i got the upgrade so that way on perfectly timed counter you would kill the enemy yep and i would just stand motionless and wait for him to come and then you could do double block and then block again and go with that and before you know it your hit streak was just stupid your might is up you do an execution 
uh, execution. And then you do and like then, a triple execution because yeah. you can do the execution chains and, and stuff. And then you go into Elven Rage and you just take out an, an entire, t- entire fucking horde of orcs and just start the process all over again. I thought that was awesome. I love that type of combat system. I I can't agree enough. I like. I think that is something that in the style of like uh, the Assassin's Creed type of games, there's really only three games that, that really nail it. And I think it's Assassin's Creed, the Arkham game, and this. Yeah. Two of them are made by WB, so... There you and, go. And, and I, I think they have the better system for it. The counter system, the vaultings, the like how you can vault over people, how they the, adapt. the freeze stun, and you just like start fucking ripping into yeah. somebody like and and not to mention all the fucking skills and how you can customize like I think it's incredible. You shoot someone in the foot with an arrow, you freeze them pin in them. place. Yeah, yeah, you freeze the them freeze in the fucking pin. place. Like it's, it's fucking gross. And just the different ways you can really they really give you orc. <laughs> Yeah, at, d- exactly. Like they give you so many different options that can kind of more custom tailor to the way you like to play the game. Maybe you like to get in there a little you know, get into like the combat a little bit, pull back, and then start picking people off. You can do that. If you just want to go in and fucking hack and slash, you can do that. If you want to be stealthy, you can do that. Like it's, it's basically a very open concept of whatever the fuck you want to do. And I think that was a very genius and very thought out thing that they really put a lot of time into because you basically, for the most part, got to do what you want. And yep. you could tailor it to the way you actually play your games. And then even so much to make it to the fact that you can get outside of your comfort zone a little bit of the way you usually play it, adapt, and overcome just whatever's thrown at you. I have nothing to say against the way they actually structured the combat system. I thought it was amazing. I completely agree. The One of the best feelings in this game is like, one captain and 20 orcs and you just get done this sick fucking combo where your hit streaks in the fucking 20s or 30s and just everyone is laying in a fucking pile of themselves yeah it's fucking awesome it makes you feel like such a badass and it's so fluid it's not like you know really like oh i hit x i knock knock into one person while they're sitting there swiping me like yeah. everything is an active system so like you knock somebody over, fucking run over, start doing a ground execution. Somebody attacks you, you press triangle. Either you fucking parry it or your fucking ghost fucking parries it and murders yeah. them while you're still killing the person on the ground. It the the combos of like the different ways that you can play the game based on like the skill sets even and like the skills that you can equip is incredible to me. I, I really I think it's a genuinely unique experience and then you tie that all in with another gameplay mechanic of the nemesis system where you have these rivals and you have these other captains or like you're being hunted and there's bounties on your head and then it's just like oh my god i'm like almost dead and then all of a sudden this fucking assassin captain shows up and you're like well shit, i'm in, I'm I'm in some real danger because yeah. <laughs> if i get hit by one of his fucking arrows i'm dead he's gonna level up and he's still gonna be fucking hunting me down like that shit's incredible to me. I, I really, honestly, I truly love the gameplay and the nemesis system. I, I can't 
express more how much I think it's an incredible just pairing of two systems in a game. And it's it really goes to this is going to touch a little bit on graphics, but the fact that you can put that many characters in that area and I had no clipping. I didn't have anything else where I could. It's like I'm in the middle of a pack. I can vault, 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 run over to the side, and then I just see this horde coming over, and then I just pull out the bow, pop it into a a, a fire that's going on, and just like take out Detonate. yeah, it, like yep. an, an entire what, what what's horde? uh yeah an entire horde, right. but at least like where you can pull out different tactics. And just like, I'm just going to run away. Shut up. Oh, look at you all just kind of coming up. Bop. <sighs> Fucking fire everywhere. Yep. And you take out half of them. You can take down the captains like more than like half health just by lighting them on fire. As long as they're not immune to fire. Yeah, immune to fire. Yeah. I, but it's, I, the strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. yeah the strengths and weaknesses were really cool. And like, how cool it really feels to like, exploit one. be in, well, exploit that and then that sends your hit streak up but to just be in the middle of a pit and just surrounded and then you're just like when you get on a roll it's like i think my highest uh like hit streak i got to like 65 nice. and and just to be able to see that number go up and a little bit more and you get more powerful as it happens Critical. and then you start keeping going and then you get more powerful and you're striking fuckers down it's like i'm a fucking god right now this is amazing you don't get that with a lot of games these days i'm sorry that that's my rant that was like probably one of the coolest things ever where they really took that system refined it and made it oh god i want more of that in my life for every 10 on your hit streak your critical chance gets higher and higher once you hit 30 every fucking hit is like uh, if it's a regular orc, they're dead. If it's an olog, it's like two hits. They're fucking yeah, it, dead. It doesn't like, take much. And yeah. you're just leveling fucking people. I had a captain show up in the middle of like a 40-hit streak. He came over to me, and I was like, boop. He was instantly <laughs> broken. <laughs> yeah. Instantly. Just I hit him once, and he was just like, fuck. Like, nice. I, I'll, he I'll said be that yours. Like, and I was like, no, nah, you're dead dead because you're a bitch i'm <laughs> happy to be your chosen <laughs> yeah i'm happy to be your chosen nah bro you're you're gorlock the bitch <laughs> grab my belt loop fucker <laughs> but like yeah like just the like even the strengths and weaknesses of the of the different captains like it was really cool to like try to stealth kill one of the fucking captains and it happens to be something they're terrified of right and you're just like Oh, you're like two levels higher than me. Stealth kill. Oh, you're broken already? Let me shame you. Yeah. Like, let me shame. tell you how much of a fucking shame. bitch you are. <laughs> You'll lose some fucking levels. I'll fucking hunt you down later. Bye, bitch. Like, and then get out of my fucking area. I'm trying to do something. Even when they would, uh, the, the one thing that threw me off the first time was that the captains, they adapt. Yeah. So you can't yep. use the same thing. It's like, oh, this method is working, so I'm going to keep doing the same thing. And then you run into the one, and it's like, oh, Vault Breaker, you're not doing that shit. Oh, I'm going to try to stun you. They adapted to that shit. It's like, I need to think outside the box a little bit now because uh, it's the same thing I've been doing for the past, like, how many other captains, it's not working on you. So, you know, step up your game a little bit, which I thought was, that was a really neat thing. Yeah, the last fortress that I that I took down the captain was level 40 or 41 i can't remember now but he was a handful and it took me a while yeah and he started to adapt to everything i did yeah to the point where i just had to get lucky and like sneak a hit in there like a regular hit 
Yeah, yes, because I couldn't, I couldn't vault, I couldn't, I couldn't stun him, I couldn't. He was, he was arrowproof. He was susceptible to poison, but I didn't have anything except for the um, the elven light, in, where it would give poison at the end. Like I had, I had bought that that point, which goes into like the the fire, ice, and then poison and cursed the element well. stuff, yep. the elemental stuff that you can that you can exploit or that you can put on your character. And obviously, it's good to have variety. And if you're just all ice and you come across somebody who is, is immune, immune you're, you're to it, yeah, you're kind of fucked. I actually went all fire. Um, Did you? With almost every ability, because I think there was another perk to upgrade your fire damage, or... Uh, 100% increases the burn length, I think, or something like that. Harry was flaming. There there (laughs) was something that stacked with all the fire, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go all fire. Oh, okay. So, it just worked for me, but I know it's kind of like channeling my focus, but I thought, cool, I'm going to specialize in one thing, just to be really efficient at that one one thing. That... Cat, that captain or whoever I was trying to take out, the war chief, he, he had, was in like a fire realm. Like when you go into the fortress and you have the vents, it was it was all fire. Yeah, oh. it's a, that's the last uh, fortress that you is take he the, is, I guess it's the same for everybody for that. No. Uh, the, the I had an all war. poison. All poison? Yeah. Mine was all curse. I, I did have the I fire, didn't come across but... m- much much cursing. Not I too did. much. I came across a lot of people that had really? their fucking weapons, oh, man. Was irritating. Weird. What level? So I noticed that curse doesn't come up until you hit level thirty-five. Oh, really? And then it's every fucking where curse is brutal in that fucking game. Like it kills your momentum. Yeah, it's not so much for the orcs themselves. Like if you curse your weapon or whatever, that that doesn't usually have a giant effect. But man, it really fucks you up. Uh, it, it depletes your um. What what's that one gauge where you can use might your, might might your might? Yeah, it depletes your might, and I use that like especially when fighting these high level captains. That was my way of it's like my saving grace. Or boom, I'm gonna do a huge amount of damage when I try to. I forget what the name of the attack is. Execute. You do like an execute is a triangle and circle. Yeah, yeah, like execute. Yeah. Yep. Or I or if I'm low on health, I would do. I think it was circle X. Where you grab them to drain them, yeah, yeah. like even though you couldn't capture like an unbroken captain, you could still get health back right. by yeah. doing that. That was kind of my way of saving my last chances for like when it's really coming down to neck and neck in that yep. battle. So when that curse comes into effect and you're constantly losing all your might that you're building up, it yeah, just it's makes so it hard. so much harder. I didn't come across much of that. I was level thirty-seven when I finished. Maybe I, maybe level I just 43. like missed it. I don't remember what level. I know it was like high 40s. High 40s. I was around. I wasn't too far off from where Clark was. It was like a low 40s, something really? like that. Really? So I beat the game level 37? Yeah. <laughs> good for you. It sounds yeah, like me you. with Final Fantasy 15, where that was just a fucking struggle because I never oh, leveled God. up as much. But yeah. the one that fucked me over was Poison. That was the one that really seemed to be like a real bitch for me yeah, anyway. No, but, I gotcha. but that's only because like once it was going on, I there's tactics and everything else you can use i would just go gung-ho and it's like just put me in the middle of the pit i'll try to counter as much as i can and that usually didn't work out too well but that's just the the style of play that that i liked for it i had a fucking piece of gear that was level nine that i never took off from the time that i got it because it reduced range damage by 27 percent. it was fucking ridiculous ridiculous it was so goddamn good i just never took it off i was like oh, some of the gear like, is i was like awesome. replace this like like let me find something that even remotely replaces this nothing even close so while we're talking about gear before we really really get into it 
I did want to say this is a criticism because I know we've been like hyping the game a lot. I don't like the loot system in this game. Just the random drops, the random abilities on the loot. Like you can't ever like spend your currency to like buy like specifically. I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't care for that whole system where you can only get better loot by fighting higher level creatures, essentially, or a death threat, and then they become like their stuff gets more better, stronger. Yeah. yeah. So this is something that I don't know, and maybe you guys can tell me. It goes common, rare, epic, epic. legendary, or legendary epic. I, I think know. epic and then legendary. It, I just so remember it goes, based it off of color. Gold, then purple. purple, right? Purple's the highest tier. Yeah, yeah. purple is legendary. Gold, orange, yeah, purple. Yeah, purple is the best. Yes. I, I do know that. Yeah, gold, orange, purple. Anybody I, else find it annoying you couldn't break down your level one stuff? Yeah, it was just always there. It's like, do I so, really need this? It's like I'm in like my 20s and 30s. I, just, I thought it was irritating. So I think if you collect all the artifacts, all of that stuff gets upgraded majorly. What your level one stuff? Yes, because I, I think it all becomes your level, uh, your end level stuff. You're yeah, like level fifty gear. Because I know one that only really stands out. There was the one that was um like the the hood, the cloak, and yeah. that was the one that was given for like the one year anniversary from like from the very yeah beginning. from his wife yeah from, from his, his wife. wife. It's and like his that's just like thing. there. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, if at some point there's a way to like make that it a legendary type of thing or at least like you know something special compared to everything else one thing i did kind of like but it it's only because it really kind of touches on like diablo where you could have sets yes the sets you yeah, can have sets, sets for cool. everything so if you had everything you got extra bonuses for it and that i really find caters to my type of play style because i you know i i tried to get through the game so i didn't find everything but I want the sets. I want I must to be have a... missed that. I must have missed that you can have like the Rohan set, I guess, and the Gondor set. It's like no, the, no, 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 no. Like, it's like the it's the like legend- the fucking Ring Wraith set, and like the, oh. dude, it's it's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, there's some really cool shit when you're in your inventory screen, all the way on the right. There's the one that looks like Sauron's mask, and you click oh, on it, okay. and you're you're able to see the different sets. And I mean, there's like at least a dozen if not a little more, like, sets that you can have. And just knowing that there's that many items out there, that's what kind of kicks in. I need to go find that shit. Which I did find doing the online vendettas, you can get some... It's a little more easier to to get some legendary stuff. I did a yeah, couple I think online all le- I think most of the online vendettas are either epic or legendary. Yeah. yeah. It depends on what them. level you are and everything else. I only did like one or two because I didn't want to distract myself even more. But with that, you got the extra, you got like the little loot crate. But yeah, you got like extra points. And the other person, if you defeated the person that killed them, you got points from that as well. Right. But yeah, that, that was a good way to obtain like some of the, the higher level gear instead of just grinding out through the regular game. Just to go back for a minute, I did want to say that I had a cloak that I kept that I could have replaced, but I think it had it reduced fire time, like how long you would burn, oh. by 80%. Damn. Oh, God. So oh, yeah. I would was not like, get I was rid of like that. walking through fire like it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, out, out, done. Also, another thing that I really like about the sets, all the gear in general, anything like epic or legendary is where it has a challenge that for you to do, and then you yeah. unlock it, and it gets a second ability. Like, yeah. oh, that, do that shit is done so well. 
And it plays into like the piece of armor that it is too. Like I had like cloaks that were like, oh, get three stealth executions or three and, stealth archer executions where yeah, they got specific. Stuff like that. But then it's like it's like do three stealth archer executions. Oh, your da- your your damage with your bow is more, or like yeah. you know, you take less range damage and shit like that. Like it was always like something specific to what that cloak is really gonna fucking help you out with. I thought it was just very intense intelligent design i feel it's kind of a missed opportunity that you have but you're basically sharing your body with this elvish craftsman and but there's no system to like to for him to like make or upgrade weapons the or man armor. Get, made a goddamn ring no i know i know no but what uh, no but i mean like, like so that you can't smith, go off like yeah. you'd think that me too that there'd be like oh, okay well if i put these three gems in he can reforge it or do this or do that because reforging narsil is like a is like a big thing in lord of the rings it just it just doesn't feel right that you've got this yeah he's a great warrior but he's also a smith but there's no system to to use to use that like it would just make a lot of sense with the story in my opinion yeah, like, I like no, what we I, got, but I I just was like, okay, well, you know, why can't he like make me a better dagger or or build one from scratch or collect collect these elements and he can make you one or something like that? I just I always like that that kind of crafting when it comes to games, and and this it didn't have anything like that. Yeah, there isn't any crafting in this game. That, um, that, that thought actually never crossed my mind, but it it does make sense. It just seems logical. I, I don't know. They had a different a different gameplay setup in yeah, mind, or at least something that would actually deal with like the wraith type of side of you know where you can like that's a little more like on the upgrades. Yeah, you have the physical ones that you know he, he's able to have, but at least where where uh, General Breadboard could uh, kind of help General you. General Breadboard could kind of help you out with a, a little bit more. It's just like, hey, can I have like a, a, a mithril hammer that I can just throw around a little bit? Yeah. yeah. You had the little daggers, but I mean, give me a little more. That kind of threw me, actually. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, wait, I have a hammer? What, what am I supposed to do with this? How is this a ranged thing? I thought it was cool. Yep. I never used it in combat, but I thought it was cool because I always had bows that were better. Yeah. yeah. I, I ran into that as well. The bows yeah. were always out damaging the... Oh, I wasn't going to say game mode, but I think that was... Or like my mission. Favorite type. thing about the game was the sieges. Yeah, me too. I, I, okay, actually, let me let me touch on that real quick because that was in I want to say like the middle of Act Two is when they started kicking in. I feel like all of Act One was one big tutorial, essentially. Yeah. The game really didn't open up until you were in no, no. Act Two. Yeah. And I thought the tutorial was extremely long. I spent a lot of time in Act One. I did as well, and I, I was trying to cl- like that first area that you're in. I thought, like, oh, cool, there's all these captains. If I start killing them, I can start weeding out all these orcs in this area. the same thing. And before you know it, more popping up at a faster rate than you can kill them, essentially. And I was like, well, this kind of sucks. All right, cool, let's start doing the missions. And it wasn't until you kind of get into the later acts, but it wasn't really explained well, essentially. It 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 was a little misleading I, I felt like the first like ten hours of this game was a ch- like a chore, t- to be honest. I was extremely bored. I was like just chugging away, not interested at all. It wasn't until you get the ring back from Shelob that I thought the game started getting interesting. Yep, I can I a hundred percent agree. It's yeah. probably I, twice as long as it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Act they, one should have I mean, been two to three hours. 
like should have been yeah because yeah it really draws it out and then act two i understand you're still building up you have a lot more stuff you're going through i feel like act two was pretty long as itself too well it's all the building of the army yeah the meat of a sandwich which, which, which i get that but it's <laughs> salami Genoa, <laughs> orc <laughs> prosciutto but uh, prosciutto. I, it's like i i get that it was the building of the army, and Man then went flesh. through it. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's the way I actually played through it. If I knew then what I knew now, I would have played a little bit differently to spread it out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about life? Or are we talking about gaming? <laughs> talking about everything that talking has to do with life. me. Yes, spread it out. But it, it, at least so that way it's not like, oh, I'm just going to focus on all the missions. Oh, pretty much the missions are done, so now I'm just building army. Oh, I'm going to work on just building the army and then just trying to make sure I can like siege these fortresses and then do the missions. Kind of go back and forth so that way it doesn't seem like I'm just doing one thing for eight hours and then doing another thing for eight hours. Just kind of split it up just to kind of keep... Uh, keep my attention a little better not that it didn't keep my attention but like you just said it didn't feel more like a chore well i i think essentially the point i'm trying to get to is it was like a 10 hour tutorial to be completely honest with you how many people give a game a chance for a couple hours and then they kind of make their evaluation do i continue or do i stop I, here i, I bet you they down. lost a lot of people within those first 10 hours that maybe didn't experience the meat of this game just because that initial part was just so I, I'll be honest, if it wasn't for us doing it for the podcast and just trying to get through Act 1, I was already like, I don't know why I'm playing this. Obviously, it's for this, but then after getting that past that point, it was awesome. But that first seven hours, that was a bitch. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed that first part where... You're cheering on your squad, about to do the first siege. You're ready to storm the castle. You did all your planning. Oh, that's badass. And, and he's giving his speech, and then you're just screaming charge, and then the camera pans around as you see your fucking Straight entire force running horde. right past you. Yes. yes. And you're just staring up at this giant just force. I thought that was, that was literally probably my favorite moment of the game. I got it a chubby. Old. I agree. It, it was, did not get old. It's a bit of a chubby. As no. you went to yeah. fortresses, no. you always look forward to it, yeah. I think I liked attacking the fortress more than defending it, but both sides were pretty cool. I did have one gripe. Well, so the combat system was good, but there was one part of the combat system that did drive me fucking bananas. What, what, what made well, you uh, oranges? Here we go. So part of it, one strategy is, boom, you can recruit the grunts in the area yes. and then have them attack yes. whenever you want it. If they went slightly off screen, it just Oof. like they wouldn't exist anymore. And I just... I felt like there was a limitation of the hardware there where they can only manage so much on the screen at once. And that being such a big focal point in this game about recruiting and controlling and everything like that, as soon as they would go off the screen, you lose them. I thought that was kind of a little wonky. And that was a strategy I really wanted to use. Yeah. It just start going in and taking all the orcs, like literally building the army from the ground up. And they just kind of took that away from me because you can only have so many on the screen i don't know it was i, I found that very frustrating to yeah be completely honest it was like one strategy of combat just totally taken off the table for you like i don't think it's so much as like the amount of characters they could have on the screen at one time because 
seen a shit ton just on that. But at least no. Maybe, but like, I mean, as soon as you walk away over, from that specific area, it's just like it never happened. Yeah, where it's pretty much you would have to turn them. There would have to be other enemies in the area, so they're there. It's not so much because they'll call the you know the other orcs that you turn that you dominate your followers. They don't always necessarily follow you. So that way you can just like, because what I would do is like, if I'm running into a cave to go save some soldiers, whatever it was like in act two, I'd run in, I'd start, I would turn like the first one I would find, I would turn the next one from him, have those two start attacking the third guy, turn the third guy. And then in, you know, a great scenario, have the three of them follow me. So I have my little orc horrors. Yeah. That are just going over and then have them attack and I would just start turning. Uh, by a certain point, I would stop killing and just start turning because that way I could overwhelm whoever else is there and then start working on the actual objective. But I, to your point, it's not like they follow, follow you Yeah. to where it's like, hey, I have five guys. I run 30 feet that way. They're still back there doing whatever the fuck they're going to do. Although you could call them. That's the thing, though. I don't know if you really use that. Where well, no, you put them into action. Yeah, you're doing well, stealth, 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 and you're just well, like... well, stealth on the right hand side. But if you have followers and they're within the area, and you hit down on the D pad, then that would summon the followers to come attack because they're not going to always. Well, they would only attack from the current position, though. It's not like they'd come to your aid at your side or something like that. Yeah, they would well, just, they, I, it's more of like you activated them rather yeah. than. That's also where if you could find enemies within a certain distance of each other and you can get close enough where you're still close enough to your followers and close enough to the next enemy, hit that pad to make them attack and then you're still moving your forces. It's a lot of extra work. It's so where I... But okay, I'm looking at it more of like a... Like if you guys ever played Dynasty Warriors, you go into a section and you like dominate that section or recruit or whatever, you, you dismiss them and then you move on the next section, but that section is done. You can so, never do that in this game. It's like, as soon as you walk out of that area, it resets. Gotcha. So would the game be better, in your opinion, if, let's say, you wander into, or, or it's sectioned off where there's 20 orcs here, there's 8 orcs here, there's 15 orcs there. You go into that section and you dominate all of them, region, region. That like region free. on the map would turn blue instead of right. like red dots or gotcha. something like that. Gotcha. Okay. And on the, on the army screen, it says, okay, this is how many red orcs are remaining, and this is how many orcs you've recruited. Kind of something is like that. that. Like, That's kind of what I was looking for. Yeah. It just, I, I think I know what that. you mean. And like when you would do the siege, and like the camera, the camera's there, and you, you see all those bright lord blue orcs, I'm like, I didn't recruit that many at all. Like, I, I just sort of like ran through this area. Like, that kind of the juxtaposition or whatever, where it's like, I, I, in my mind, I know I recruited like 40 orcs and here I've got this huge army. It's like, where did it come from? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not saying that the game could be better if we had that, but I know what you mean, how it's sort of like these, they, these army grunts, they, they don't count. They don't matter. Yeah. And they could have done it easily, like surrounding that captain on the map or something like that. They could have just said like, that's that captain's camp. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. you see the one icon for the, the captain in the middle and maybe like just a bunch of random dots representing his little force or something like that. So like if you capture him, it turns that force to your side. Because I mean, obviously they follow him just because. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's know, the one in the top. That, so if you kill the leader, they should be following you by that point. Something. Well, like maybe that. maybe like if you kill the captain, they just disperse because they don't have a leader or they jump to like, another camp. Like high. But mind. if you like recruit him, then it recruits 
his force or something. I got you. Something along those lines. Yeah. I just and, and maybe that's being too picky on my part. That'll be, I think it's a that'll fair be criticism. for the third game. The Fortress Sieges. I'm curious to know how you guys did that because for me, point A, B, C, and then attack the throne room. Right. No, I know that's pretty linear. But what I mean is, <laughs> wow. What I mean is, I I never failed a siege because I was always way probably overkill. Like I would not have any variables. Like I would kill whatever. Uh, All the warlords. The warlords were dead. The my my siege level was like 200 plus. And they were like ninety, and I would just barrel in. Like I uh, never, I never went like one hundred and fifty and one hundred and sixty, or he, I never made it like a really like. You always this is going to be have close. The advantage. The, yeah. yeah, the closest yeah. I got was I think a fifty point variance. Okay, yeah, but I just couldn't get it done in the fucking throne room with that one dude. Like he just kept oh, yeah. fucking killing me. It was like one of the fucking sa- oh they're the savages, the ones that wield the two weapons. Yeah. In a large fucking group uh, of orcs, when you can't, uh, he was. Um, you they would vault, fuck you up. You couldn't could vault, vault him. Yeah. So the only way that you're supposed to kill him is by freezing him. So I'd go and hit fucking freeze, and then I would just get attacked by something else. And he had a fucking olog in the so, in there. Yeah. Can, can criticize the the throne room part. He's allowed to have minions, but you're not allowed to bring in your force. True. You can. You, can. you oh. have to summon them while you're in there. Oh, I never did That's that. That's how well, I always I did su- it. I would fucking go in and be like, cool, here's my garg or whatever. Ulog, well, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I know that because you always have like your creature the attachment and like your yeah. bodyguard attachment. But I mean, you couldn't yeah. bring in like the full force. And it's not like yeah. he's not bringing his full force as well, but I felt like the odds were definitely tipped in their favor. Of course, it's a ge- it's still. A I know. Game. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, like, but no, I, I see where you're saying. He always has a big advantage in that room because he's got yeah. like eight guys that are yeah. always. Are but he should, he's it. defending. He should have a big advantage. But they like respawn and everything. Like yeah, well, that's the thing that I don't like. like. Crazy. It's like once they're dead and they're gone, that's just the way it should be. So if you finally whittle your way down through all the the minions and peons, and then it's just like you and him. It should just stay you and him instead of like, oh, here's some new bitches that are trying to cut me from the back while I'm actually making some headway. Yeah, I mean, the, to make it yeah. mono and mono at that point because yeah, they're the, the both the commanders. Yeah. The, the first time that I went in there, he uh, he had a fear of uh, the Ologs, and I was like, cool, I got this. I fucking called one in, and immediately it was like adapted, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, he's not what? terrified. Oh, God. Then he literally walked over to it and fucking executed it. Jesus like, Christ. Dude, it was the most vicious goddamn, like, <laughs> dude, it was like, he, w- he was like a coding glitch. Like, I just, like, couldn't fucking do anything to get around it. It was fucking oh, nuts. Oh, Lord. He just had my number. Every time I went in there, he had my fucking number. It's like, oh, I'll try going in there with a bodyguard. He'd kill my bodyguard. I'll go in there with my fucking Olog and be like, boom. Olog bodyguard, Olog fucking sidekick, or Olog fucking rider or whatever. And just, yeah. he'd walk over, execute the fucking Olog, adapt to it. It was like, like oh, I'm fucked. Fuck me. So at least, since you kind of touched on it, the fact that you could dominate and ride different creatures, I thought that was pretty cool. That was really cool. Who wrote a Drake? That was really cool. I didn't ride a Drake. You didn't ride a Drake? Except for I fighting the, the Balrog. It's, there was there was one where I was able to down one, and I, just because I remember seeing it on like the little preview clip of him just like riding around it, it literally only one, and that's 
all I ever wanted was just to ride one. I'm fucking Daenerys goddamn Targaryen. Daenerys. Breaker of chains. Mother of Shaker dragons. Of brains. Yeah. So you know what's awesome? When you get there, you can you can make your skills in a way that you can shadow mount, which is literally yeah. you point the bow and mount something, but you can also break things that haven't been dominated. So you can, like, it's like an add-on to that. So you can be like, oh, look at that Drake flying in the air. And I'm riding him. He, he can be full health. Oh, you just be like, my God. I, I actually cool. got to the leveling up point where I could summon my own Drake. Yep, me too. Yeah, it's it was really fucking... Uh, the game is so good. So let's move into graphics. 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 I don't personally have a lot to say about the graphics. They were the, pretty. The, yeah, it's a gorgeous-looking game. It's very, very gory when it needs to be. And I think the varying designs on the actual, like, captains... Because the, I think they're the most ornate thing that you see is the captains. There's so mostly. many of them. Yeah, there's so many different variations of them as well. Yeah. I think their character designs are really cool. I, I think their aesthetic always fits what their per, what their personality is and things like that. And also the Balrog fucking fights are awesome. Yeah. Like just the, the look of the Balrog and just like it makes you actually feel like that is a god. What about you guys? The, the Just the, the style of the executions, like the actual like in-depth detail of... Uh, even when you would see captain versus captain and just like the battles and the way they would take each other out a lot of like the the facial features could have been a little more realistic but for everything else they put in the game i'm not going to fucking complain about that i think it's fitting it's not like hyper realistic where it kind of takes me out of it a little bit i mean it's fantasy it's lore and i think it really fits into it the one thing that really sticks out in my mind is like towards the end of act one when you just see that green fireball just coming out of the sky just that scenario right there is like one of the scenes that sticks out and it's it's gorgeous the way they put it together yep you know it's not the most pleasant sight seeing like 30 guys covered in green flame screaming for their life but at the same time you look at it for just like the the graphics portion of it very well done again no complaints I honestly, I think this is the category I have the least amount to say on. I did like the different environments. To be honest, I think some areas maybe got a little redundant, but I mean, overall, I mean, it was all basically orc territory. So you didn't right, really get yeah. to see the full, beautiful Lord of the Rings environments. You know what I mean? Like, Except for like Minas Mogul or whatever. The, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, initial yeah, yeah. Which I thought was actually, city. that was my favorite place as well. I think okay. out of all the maps. Uh, but you didn't get to like see like those really fancy elvish cities like under the waterfalls, right. yeah. stuff like that. It was all like that. Rivendell. So I mean, if you like the orc Rivendell. look, then you're gonna love this game because it's very heavy on on the the look of the very orc. heavy on the orc. Sort of going off what you're saying, you know, the world map. I really liked having a 3D world map of Middle Earth because I've seen the maps multiple times. You know, I even searched online to like to see a map of Middle Earth and blow it up and look at where's this, where's this, and like I know the path of like. The fellowship and 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 you know where they break off and where where Mordor is and I almost didn't like that. Oh, there's there's Osgiliath, there's Minas Tirith. 
but you can't go there. Oh yeah, and, they, and that was like, just like a lore little piece. Yeah, and there's like a little picture of uh, Italian like jumping over some some architecture, but you can't go there. And that press square lore. And it's like oh, that's yeah. all that is. Oh, Great. I gotcha. That that's fair. It's like almost like a tease. Yeah, it is a little bit of a tease. I mean, it doesn't make any sense for him to go to Minas and look around. I, I call that <laughs> I call that Harry tease. Just the tip. I do want to say that anything about the graphics that I could say negatively would probably be a nitpick. I have very few glitches. You know, I, I really love the art style of the Lord of the Rings trilogy that was adapted for this. You know, it doesn't it doesn't really it's not its own thing. It's clearly borrowing from from that trilogy and it should in my opinion. It it just makes sense. It looks right. There were a couple orc I want to say types that I saw again and again. Like there's the one orc who has like really close eyes, a bald head. I can't really explain it, but I know I saw him. I saw him like three or four. I saw yeah. I saw three or four different orcs, Sorry, like different uh, different captains. What but the fuck are you saying about my eyes? Like I get the head. It's not, no, what it's the not, fuck? No, your yeah. eyes aren't that close together. They're it's not. got nothing to do with Harry. You can wear goggles properly. But I just, I mean, obviously, well, I, they're they're evenly spaced. Some of them seemed really inventive and yeah, like beautiful. all over the place. Fuck you. Like really <laughs> you random. You're beautiful. Take a compliment. I thought you said beautiful orc eyes. No, oh. I said you're beautiful. Sorry, Don't Ralph. worry about it. It's okay. I, I really don't have anything negative to say. It, it looks great. You guys killed it for the graphics section. Yeah, killed it. All right. Let's move on to music slash sound. Music sound. Music sound. Music. Uh, so I have actually quite a... Do you mind if I lead off this one? Lead away. Uh, we are I got, tangoing. Two little tiers I want to talk about real quick. Two tears. little tiers? Two is little tiers. Is it the left and the right? One from each eye. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the positive first. All right. The voice acting was fucking amazing. Agreed. And I, I can't say I've... Like, as far as, like, the lines that come out of the orcs right before the battle and everything, I don't think they... I heard any duplicates whatsoever. No. And probably, uh, like, the 40 hours I put into this game... That's a good point. What about the legs? They don't need those. <laughs> Just a mouthful. Yeah, I, I can't say I've heard the same line more than once. Which there's pretty, that ranger. It's pretty mind-boggling if you think about it that they they took that much audio into the game so that you wouldn't hear a repeat in yeah. at least a forty-hour from the captains. Yeah, that, that's that's amazing. First, um, you poison that finish the sword. You're still gonna die, but I respect that. <laughs> yeah, and and a lot of it was like. The dialogue was well done. Like yeah. from the orcs, like to intro those battles, I thought it was it was phenomenal. Like really gave these orcs character that they're not just oh here there there's orc number seventeen. You know what I mean? We look forward to they, what they're gonna say exactly, yeah. and and it's something they wouldn't skip through. I loved my bards. Yes. So so that was my positive. Now I have one. Uh, I'll say slight positive, just not as good as the voice acting, but the sound that would come through your controller. You would hear yes. the audio the sword. Of like the swords yeah. clanging, or you'd hear like if they had like a wooden shield, you hear like the wooden creak coming out of your controller. When they were peeing, you could hear that yes, peeing you out could. of your yeah, controller. Yeah, I, I actually meant to write that down too. When you're <laughs> running past some orcs that are just peeing off in the woods or something like what's, that, what's you that? hear the the pissing trickle coming from your your controller. Yeah, piss I, boy. I, I have mine disabled. It oh, sounds like yeah, piss. I, I, I don't like it. it it's really that's, what, that's, I keep that's it why I don't hold it as high me. as the yeah because it's not yeah. as good of a speaker. No, no it's, it's an awful speaker. Yeah, actually, it, it's it's low quality. I keep it I keep it very very low because at least if they're going to 
Oh, mine's like max. Like it was fucking louder than my TV the one night. And like Leanne's trying to sleep down the hall and all you hear is piss coming out of my fucking (laughs) controller. (laughs) No, that was because you had a bottle and a half of wine and you thought the TV stand was a toilet. So that's kind of like my positive neutral comment on it. Yeah. Now my big gripe with it. Okay, Uh here we go. Come on. The music score. When I think Lord of the Rings, I hold their, their music from the franchise in high regards. Howard Shore is a fucking genius, and I didn't hear two notes from his soundtrack in this game This soundtrack all. in this game was boring. Yep. Boring, I, background yeah. music, and not, and especially coming off of how high of a standard I hold the Lord of the Rings music. God damn it, Harry, you stole my entire speech. This has been Harry's music, man. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. It's Harry's music, man. I'm glad someone's getting it out of the way. It needed to be said. The music in this game is not that great. No. Which I, I was expecting more. Yeah. The sound quality is really great. was. Just like, like, where's, yeah. like sound where's the fanfare? Awesome. Yeah. yeah, like, where's that fanfare of dan, da 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 You know well, what I mean? Like, yeah. That's the fellowship theme, right? Well, so I'm they're just saying. I know, no, I know. I really do. I really believe me. I really do. They're taking the hobbits. That was the I got <laughs> the hobbits. The hobbits. The hobbits. The hobbits. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> boil them, mash them, stick them in the stew. Boil them, mash them, boil them, boil them, mash them. No. Even even like the music from The Hobbit, which I know you guys don't hold as in high regard as Lord of the Rings, but. Like the whole was it Misty Mountain song? They that do? song's good. That, 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 that's like. a really good song. That I do. Um, like. so I, By I, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> I just ugh, the music. I was disgusted with. You know what's funny? It doesn't even it doesn't even fit like in terms of like genre because uh, my mom and sister are fans of Outlander. I don't know if you guys have heard of that show at all. I think it's on Stars about my time travel. Into it. Your mom likes it. Okay, yeah. so that kind of has um the. The song is like, sing me a song, la, la, la. It's whatever. It's like, it's a Scottish. It's a Scottish, like, folk song or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So they were watching Outlander, and I had, like, started the game and, like, went to the bathroom or whatever, and, and I could hear from my speakers the music for the game, and I was like, that kind of sounds like Outlander. She's like, oh, yeah, it does. Like, the title screen for Shadow of Mordor sounds like Outlander, the TV show. Like, that doesn't make sense. That it doesn't shouldn't. have an identity. It, it doesn't. doesn't identify as Lord of the Rings music. No, no. And obviously, I'm not a composer. I don't know how hard it is to make original music and try to fit it I in the universe very like that. Hard. Yes, but unfortunately, I completely agree with everything Harry has said. The end. Let's move into final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, so, like I was saying at the beginning, I think there are some really big highs and some really big lows in this game. So, I mean, just going down the checklist real quick. Start with the highs. The gameplay, I think, is where it's at with this game, and the voice acting, I think, are like two of the two of the bullet points I think I'd hold in the highest regards in this game. But then on the flip side, you get your music score and the storyline of this game. I think are extremely poor. So, like, like I said, they're not even like um, like okay to bring up the average. It's just like they're really bad. Some it's it's a big gray area. I don't I don't know. I'm very polar opposite on some of the details of this are, game. Are you feeling like Gandalf the Grey about this? Yeah. Just kind of in the middle? A little you bit. don't know where to be. Captain Punny. <laughs> Alright, Steve, what do you got? Final I, thoughts. I just have puns. That's all I have. Is it secret? <laughs> Alright, Ralph, then. No. What do you got? <laughs> Fuck you. I, I'm going to go along with Harry where it's it's kind of bittersweet. It, it, the sweet part is that the gameplay is awesome. 
graphics, you know, it's there's really not left that more that you really want out of it. But the music, you really don't have much. And I think the most disappointing quality was the story out of all of it. It's like I could forgive some of the music, you know, some score here and there. But, I mean, it's you're going off of a huge franchise, so you need to have that story there. But that goddamn gameplay is so good i feel conflicted i'm i'm happy that this was brought to the table and i got to play it i will be playing more because this is something i want to complete but overall i mean the the score is going to show mr ralph i really enjoyed my time with shadow of war i think that missing shadow of mordor was a shame i think i've said that before when i play sequels of games and in, in hindsight mm-hmm. I, I think i think that um I missed an opportunity for that, and going back would probably just be redundant now. I think the story does meander. Like, it doesn't have a clear focus, and you don't know what to do, and you can sort of get lost. But Act 2, I mean, there is some real fun to be had there, and take your time with it. Don't don't rush it. Do do, do it at your own pace and, and enjoy mm-hmm. it, and you'll you'll really see the, the finer points of the game that are a lot of fun. So... Well, I'll have to agree not to condone groupthink here. It is kind of a mixed bag, but I really feel that the positives outweigh the negatives and you can get past them. Clark? I agree uh, with you, Ralph, actually, that I, I think the positives Wait, of you this agree game... With me? Yeah, <gasps> I think the positives of this game outweigh the negatives for sure. The, the story is not great. I, I think of the five main story segments, two of them are even remotely memorable. The one is interesting, but it's mostly a vessel to get you to the end of the game, essentially. No pun intended, because that's literally what he tells Talion he is at the end. Uh, You're just a vessel. Yeah, just a vessel. And I really, honestly, I think this is one of those games, for me personally, where the gameplay and the fact that it opens up so you can just kind of repeat the gameplay and stuff it outweighs almost every other category to me because that gameplay generates my own personal stories with the game, and that's what's important to me. This game is a big success to me. They know why people are here. They know why they came for this game. Right. And then at the end game, they like give here's more. Yep, they're like, here, here's the, here's the endless. Done. Here's yeah. essentially the endless loop. That and if, I'll have to commend them for that. You know, yeah. there's a lot of games... It's and it's over, and then that's it. All you can do is replay the last boss again. So. Right. All right. Let's move into the uh, the final score here. The score. The score. The score. Ralph, what do you got? Let's settle the score. Ah. I'm going to give it a seventy-five percent. Steve-O. I'm going to. Oh, I wish there was something in between a B and a B plus. So I'm going to give it a B plus minus. <laughs> yeah, a, a B check. You are sure. a bad a teacher, right. sir. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the school, Miss. Didn't I just give it a B? <laughs> yeah, right. Positive and negative cancel each other out. Would would, would you not? Are we not, back at hepatitis? <laughs> uh, B B plus plus minus. So it's a B plus. So it's a B plus. Uh, A B (laughs) with a diagonal slash. So it's B divided by what? (laughs) B divided by another B. B. B B B D B. B D B. It's B B eight. 
Okay, yeah. It's, it's, it's somewhere in between a B and a B plus. Go figure out how to put that on a fucking graph. It's like it, an 87. It's, it's, a, it's a B and a vertical. It's not the full plus. It's just the vertical yeah, line. Yeah, no, I, I, I dig that. There we go. B1. <laughs> B1 with your score. So I'm going to give this a 6.5, and this is going to tie with Devil May Cry. Wow. Wow. Oh, but Devil May Cry wow. had a biplane wow. shooting a machine gun <laughs> and leaving care. a castle. Okay. I don't know. This story was that bad that it brought that brought down the value wow. of this. But guy. I want to know if, really? if Idril and, and Baranor's forbidden love. I know. <laughs> oh my god. No. We we can't we can't bring this up. That was very fucking weird. That was so weird. Time to take you home. It's like, you're like give me my hand. Your your hands are on her waist a little too long, and is she like fifteen? Maybe <laughs> her age is to be determined later. All right, I, I don't know, but I still feel like he should be on a list right now. Just saying, Clark, score. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go one forbidden love out of the apparent general consensus. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much happens, and in that scene, his hands looked. Huge. I didn't. Know. Is that too on? Is that too on the nose? Because I enjoyed the game a lot more than you guys did. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whatever. Fuck it. I'm doing something new for season two. <laughs> <laughs> Better stick with it. You set your Stay standards. Stay tuned, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Shadow of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go. <laughs> All right. So that's going to wrap up the review of Shadow of War. Harry, what do you got? War. We got some iTunes reviews to read. Through. All right. Oh. <laughs> Let's Ooh. do it. Great. Oh, wait. Read, <laughs> read one of them in a Cockney so accent. So excited. Do this <laughs> at 1 o'clock in the morning. Read one like an orc. <laughs> oh, no. You can read one like an no, orc. No, uh, read, read one, one like Just an orc. Just read one. How about that? All right. Just read one. <laughs> All right. So this first one, it's, uh, funny and informative. This is from AWH5017. Andrew WK, but he misspelled his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So he said, enjoy listening to these guys, and they're vegan-friendly, too. So this next one... Go on, then. It's titled, Review? Question mark. Review? And this is submitted by Orion215. I've been listening since day one, playing oh. a little catch-up right now, but hey, life. Y'all make me laugh every show. Keep up the good work. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you, Ryan. Thank so you, Ryan. Ryan. It's O-Ryan. 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 Thank oh. you, O-Ryan. Now, is there <laughs> is there an apostrophe between the O and Ryan? Or is Ryan. it just O-Ryan, like a belt? That Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Do you want to do your work for the no, last one, no. Ralph? Uh, I don't know. Do I? No, make him beat a little cockney with it. I was trying to do a little... If not, give me a goddamn shiny box handphone. There you go. Yeah, give me that. Oh, What's I that want there? this. Is nope. this a phone? This is a... This is like... These guys are something else. From Maggot Killer 666. <laughs> this show is pretty funny. And plus they talk about details in games I never even realized. They cover a wide range, but the old school game reviews are my favorite. Thank you, Maggot Killer 666. <laughs> I think your accent's a little, uh, little questionable there, <laughs> Oi! Ringo. Oi, does it matter oi, oi, what you oi. want? Okay. This is what it is. Go if play you have a drums, question... Ringo. How about I go ahead and cut off your testes? Right, do we have anything else? Ringo that isn't even the best drummer in the No, I think we should just announce our next game, and then we can mosey on out for the evening. We're going to mosey. Right. Our next game is Silent Hill 2. Ooh. Ooh. Our first sequel that we're doing on the podcast. I'm oh, looking man. for my PlayStation 2. Have you seen her? Have you seen her? Her name is Sony. I think she's 12. 
<laughs> oh, well, I will not say my follow-up line from that. That would be way too no, hard. What what's the line? She's like, <laughs> I, I'm not I think gonna, she's seven. I'm not going to lie. Playing the opening scenes of this game, one of the first lines he says to anybody, he's like, I'm looking for my wife. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> for, my for his wife. She's 12. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Cool. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks, everybody. All right, guys. We'll, Thank we'll you. catch you next week. Catch you on the flip side. Cue the air raid siren. Love you. Right. Game over. Game over. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast.